Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 511 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever and coming up on the show. We have music from Judina, hearing her new single and some for back catalogue too. We'll be having a chat with Ellie Morris. She's in Rotterdam, Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre very soon, talking about that show. Rusty Lee joins us on the line to let us know about her appearance this weekend at the Bilston Market as part of the Healthy Eating Campaign, run as part of the residence programme with the City of Wolverhampton Council and the markets in the city and we're hearing from the sound of music cast from brown hills musical theater they're on the way to let us know about their show over at the ditchville garrick on top of that we will hear from julian elcock of the paul inkwork academy and some of the students as well as the teaching team down there as we find out about what they're up to but first of all Collaboro at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre on the 16th of April and they do have one very very special guest with them that is Kerry Ellis who joins me on the line now hello hello thanks for having me on good to talk to you and you must be having a great time on the road with the boys yeah you know we've had such a good time I mean we're we're kind of about uh, three quarters of the way through now and uh, you know kind of final stretch head into the Albert Hall and uh, we've had the best time you know they're a great bunch of lads um the audiences love them, and we've just had a really nice time. Well, it's 52 venues uh, across the country, and as you say, includes the Royal Albert Hall, but we get a bit of a preview in Wolverhampton when you'll be along. And this is uh, a Tuesday night, and what better way to spend your Tuesday evening than listen to the fantastic voices that are going to be singing their hearts out from that stage. Oh, bless you. No, it's a, it's, I think it's a really feel-good show. You know, uh, from previous shows, the, the, the audiences have got up and they've been you know, dancing along and singing along. And the boys do a, a bunch of classics as well. Um, and I do um, a, 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 an anthem, which people should know. And then we do a bit of a sing-along with a few Greatest Showman songs. And it's, it's just a fun night out. You know, if you've got nothing to do on a Tuesday night, come and see us because yeah. um, it's well worth it. You absolutely have something you've got to do that night. But uh, you know musical theatre like the back of your hand. You've worked in this for probably more years than than we would guess, uh, having seen your photos. So, you know, it's uh, it's great to ha- actually have someone who is such a, a performer of high calibre out there oh. working with these guys who have also got fantastic voices too. Oh, well, that's very kind of you. That's a very nice compliment. Um, yeah, I mean, the boys have been together, I think, about six years now. And, uh, you know, we chat, we've chatted a lot, obviously, over the past few weeks. And they said that they've always kind of um, um, looked up to me as such. Um, they sing a lot of the songs that I've, I've been um, recognised for. Mm-hmm. You know, they do Define Gravity and I Dream to Dream and... Um, it's nice to come on a show and, and sing something different for me as well and have my song sung, which is lovely. <laughs> um, uh, but, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great. I've, I've had the best time, and I'll miss it. You know, we are kind of towards the end, and it has been quite intense, but it's been we've got an amazing team, the, the, the entire team, the, the crew, the catering, the, um, the musicians, the choirs. Everybody's been so magnificent. It's been a really great team. And that's a good thing. I mean, everybody's supporting local talent as well because they always include uh, a local singing group wherever they can possibly fit them in. They do, and it's usually uh, like a youth group, like uh, it's either a school or a or a theatre young group. So it's always it's always young aspiring um, singers and performers, which is lovely because the excitement backstage 
um, and to have a new choir each night is brilliant. And, and the boys are really great interacting with them. And obviously all their parents come along and cheer them on. So it's, it's, it's great for them too. And with your part in the show, I mean, you've got several albums under your belt. I think what Calabro have now done four albums. So is it interesting to see, hang on, I might want to sing that on my next album when you've done something as part of a production like this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, on this particular show, they're doing a lot of classics. And, and, you know, songs that I've actually, like I said, the shows that I've been in, they sing I Dreamed a Dream and mm-hmm. um, they sing songs from Miss Saigon, which I've done, you know, and... Um, and they also do um, they also do a nice Motown medley and a, and a bit of Jersey Boys, which is great fun. Which maybe has inspired me a little bit because obviously I've not done those shows, but um, it, it maybe it's, it might be an interesting take to, to do a bit of a female take on them. So yeah, I'm inspired by them. And have you got a favourite that uh, you get to yeah. listen to the lads sing and that you get to perform to? I thought you were going to ask me if I've got a favourite of the boys. Oh, well, no, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> I, okay. I, okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll cover the music off quickly, then we can find out which one of the boys you like best. Oh, you know, um, which one? Do, you know, they sing a new song. They've, they've got one um, original song, which is called Lighthouse, um, which they co-wrote with Ben Adams, who I've been working with recently as well, who's a brilliant writer mm-hmm. um, and musician himself. Um, and it's called Lighthouse, and they sing that, and I really like that. And I think it's probably because it's a new song to me. I, I hadn't heard it until this tour. And, and it's beautiful, and, and it, they get a great reaction from it, and uh, the lyrics are great, the, the music is lovely. Um, so, yeah, that's probably my favourite one of this tour. So, Michael, Jamie, Matt or Thomas, then? <laughs> it's like, like it's, they're like brothers to me. They've become like my little brothers on this tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all, what's interesting about them is they're all so different. They're, they've all got completely different interests, and they... Um, uh, characteristics are just like so diverse and so different but when they come together their chemistry is is brilliant and they all really work hard they tour together they share dressing rooms they you know they've, they've really got um, a, a, a unity between them and, and I think that's really impressive on the outside looking in I think that's great well with the work that you've all done in, in musical theatre and, and very much promoting the musical theatre as, as a genre when you're doing a tour like this because this it is a bit of a gateway to, for people to think hang on I like musical theatre I want to go and see other shows so really with this you, you're just fueling people to go and see so many more things uh, across the UK at places like the Grand and of course in London's West End as well Absolutely and I, I, you know there are so many touring shows out there now so many brilliant touring shows that people can go and see in their hometown and this is just this is a bit of a snippet of, of, of everything. You know, people kind of get um, a little variety in this in this show. So, yeah, it might be an introduction to musical theatre. Um, and hopefully they don't want to go and support um, touring musicals and shows in the West End. So, lots of uh, great ideas, great opportunities to go and see things after this. But make sure you go along and see Calabro with Kerry Ellis on stage at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre, Tuesday the 16th of April, 01902 42921 to the box office number, grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets online. But for now, Kerry Ellis, thank you for joining us. You're very kind. Thank you very much. Have a lovely day. It's time to try to find gravity. I think I'll try to find Gravity, and you can't pull me down. 
There you go. A little taste of Calabro ahead of their gig on the 16th of April. Jadina has a single Future Soulmate on the way for release and she joins us on the line now to tell us more about what's going on in her world. Hello. Great morning, The Milk Bar, Mr. Jason Forrest. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm so excited to share with you Future Soulmate and what it's doing and how it came to life and who I am and what I'm up to. Well, it's good to talk to you and uh, very much looking forward to sharing this track. I've had a sneaky listen and it is so easy to listen to and such a a great tune. How did this one come about? I was on a drive from the Valley here in Los Angeles to Hollywood and it's not that long of a drive but it is enough of a time to sink in and be in the hills and see the beautiful ocean and look at the sky and I was sitting there thinking about language and the way that language can create a new reality for people. A part of my practice is to use affirmations uh, to reinforce what I'm looking to create, my vision, my intention. And I started thinking about love songs and I started thinking about partnership and what it looks like to be in relationship with the world. And I just started humming these lyrics of what I would like to see in a partner, be it a soulmate, be it a friend, be it a coworker. What do I want relationship to look like? And these lyrics kind of spilled out about manifesting those relationships in your life that you never thought you could have. Um, Expecting the best creating the best, manifesting the best, setting those intentions. And I've, I've had quite a few women who've heard the song reach out to me and say, I'm not in a relationship right now. I don't have a boyfriend, but I'd really love to be married one day. And I put your song on and I play it as a way to kind of pray and set my intention that I'll meet that person. I've also had other people reach out to me and say things like, I love the definition of soulmate, that it doesn't just have to be one person, that it could be multiple people and that it could be the bus driver that you hop on the bus with in the morning who gives you a certain smile and you know that there's just an energetic understanding between you. And this song lends to creating that type of a dynamic wherever you go in the world with positive language. But you've been using your music to tell your story since you were a busker in your teens. So this isn't something that's new to you, is it? No, it's it's a bit of a shift in the sense of coming from a place of creating what I would like to see in the world going forward versus reflecting on what has happened. So there's a lot of songs that I've written that have come from heartbreak or as a result, the the song is as a result of what has happened in the past. And this song is actually kind of a real turning point in my career. It's a, it's creating what I'd like to see going forward, not from something that I've actually already experienced when you have appeared on, on a show like the voice and you've actually you know used just your sound to impress others but the fact that you are the whole package creating this music and uh, you're sharing thoughts and emotions and causing other people to think about their own way in life it, it must be great to be very much a, a role model and uh, a, 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 somebody who's working so hard to make sure you show what people can do. Thank you for acknowledging that. I receive. Um, it is a different come from. I mean, I think about uh, Martin Luther King. I think about Nelson Mandela. I think about India Ari. I think about people that are creating from a place and attempting to and have successfully created critical mass and created a world where everybody knows that they matter. Everybody knows that they 
have all of the resources within themselves to generate whatever the life is that they want to see, that there are no real true limitations. The limitations we put on ourselves are only in our minds. And I am wildly excited and feel blessed and honored to have been able to take this language of empowerment and lyrics and melody and and use the gifts that I've been given to be able to bring this into song. It's not a book form. It's not a movie form, but it's a musical form. And knowing that it's hitting people in such a way that they do want to actually change their daily routine based on listening to a song <laughs> is unbelievable. And what, what, what could it look like if we had a world where everybody woke up in the morning and thought, I'm good enough. I can make my dreams come true. I can change the world and I can have fun while doing it. What could our world look like? Well, with what's happened with First Time, First Love, I mean, that track's amassed more than 2.2 million streams on Spotify. You've got Shame because your debut single, that did great things. And we're going back, what, seven years there uh, of, of uh, a musical career, international hits along the way. And again, another chance to really shine with this new single. And, and the, the message is just getting stronger. The come from, the intention behind it is, is what's shifted and then the sound as a result. So I believe that when we are willing to take risks, when we are willing to shift from our ego to our true authentic self, when I was willing to make that shift from a place of resentment or victim story or shallow image conversations and really shifted into let's be vulnerable. Let's, Let's make a difference in the, in the world. Let's be of conversation. Can I be of contribution? Can I be a stand for people knowing that they matter and that their voices get to be heard? I found that what I was creating around me was also a community of people who believed that as well. And I owe this conversation in, in part to having conversations from the beginning after writing the song that led me to, to moments like this. It has been a journey and I've seen the arc and, it, and it's, it's continuing to grow. And I really think that the shift in where the music was coming from, why it was being created and the way that I was putting it into the world has largely in part been the reason why this is really starting to create a synergy around it right now. And did this all start out as you were growing up in Santa Cruz with your dad? Yeah, my, my grandma would say that I came out of the womb wailing. I was a excited, powerful, passionate little girl, Mm -hmm. fearless, surfing big waves growing up with my pops. And I was very much an impressionable little girl when it came to music and it came to uh, things that had to do with mermaids. I was a big Little Mermaid fan and Ariel from The Little Mermaid married both the music and the mermaid element for me. And and it was a rap pretty much from that age that I was... uh, going to be singing as a way of connecting with the world well i mean the music is just going from strength to strength where can we go online to find out more my website is jadina.com it's g-e-d-i-n-a.com and i'm pretty active mostly on instagram i'm also on facebook my instagram is at i am jadina i-a-m-g-e-d-i-n-a and it's the same for twitter and also soundcloud So if you're looking to reach out and share your stories of your experiences around the music, what's coming up for you, what breakthroughs you're having in your life, 
you know, to acknowledge yourself in any way. I'm always looking to hear from the community of people who are up to creating the best versions of themselves and those that are willing to be vulnerable that it's maybe a hard day and they love support. I know how hard it can be to reach out for support. And so I'd like the spaces that I just mentioned to also be a place where, you know, you can go to be seen and heard and know that you matter. Well, Jadina, the world is certainly a better place for having you and your music in it. We're going to take a listen to Future Soulmate now. Thank you, and we look forward to hearing more from you in the near future. Thank you so much, Jason. I'm so excited to have been here. Thank you for having me. Just go. 
That is Judina, and we'll have more from her very soon. On Saturday, the 13th of April, Rusty Lee is going to be the Healthy Eating event as part of the residence programme from Wolverhampton City Council. It's all taking place down at Bilston Market, and she joins me on the line now to tell me more about what she's going to be up to. Rusty, hello. Hello, my darling. Listen, I'm looking so much forward to coming to Bilston because I'm a bromish. <laughs> <laughs> Especially coming to the market. I love markets. I'm a market girl. When I was growing up, my dad and mum, we used to go to markets. And we used to even have a stall on the market that was selling clothes and things. So I love markets and bargains. That's what I think we'll be getting when you see me on, on Saturday the 13th. Because I'll be seeing whatever's there, healthy products. And I'll be going and talking to the, the storeholders, having some of the stuff off them, and making up recipes. How exciting is that? Well, I'm looking forward to being up there on stage with you, and we can have a little chat about some of the food that you prepare. And I know yes. you're going to base it on the great fresh produce that you can find on the market at the time. So you've got some ideas, and it's all going to be cooked on top of the hob. So it's a nice, quick, easy way of preparing some great food. Absolutely. And what I thought as well... You know, because with it being April, there might be some nice fruit as well. So I might land up making a nice, because you have to think if the children aren't so into the vegetables and that, we could entice them with, say, a nice smoothie, because there's nice fruit there going on, so I could make a nice smoothie for them to have a taste. And I hope people are going to have a good taste of the stuff. And I just want to see people have a good old chat, make up food, Absolutely, you know, they can throw questions at me. I might not answer them, but... <laughs> but the thing is, since we first saw you on TVAM, you've always been making food fun and great tasting things that you can enjoy can be created in yeah. your own kitchen so quickly. And indeed, and that's the thing. I don't want people to be frightened to go into the kitchen and have a go. And, you know, especially if they go into the market because there's so many different things in the markets now. And that's the beauty of, uh, of going into the market because there's so many different uh, varieties of, of uh, food, ethnic food, different types of food, Caribbean food, everything. And, you know, some people might go in and go, oh, I wonder what that is. And I sometimes might not even know what things are. But the, the shop holders will say, oh, this would be nice in terms of, and I can add it to it and we can all have a try at it. And that's what's exciting to me. I, I'm thinking of doing something like stir fries that you can see is happening and, you know, there'll be probably fish in, going on in there that I can put some fish in. Something that you can knock up quickly and have a good old taste of it. I'm really looking forward to having a good old go. That should be absolutely brilliant. Very much looking forward to seeing you down there. Yes. Obviously, we can find out more about all your movements online as well. Have you got a website that you use? I, I am online. I'm on Twitter. People can come in there and ask me questions and, you know, Facebook and so on. So I'm on, you know, you can get hold of me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not out of touch. So we'll see you down at Bilston Market between 11 and 1 on Saturday the 13th of April. Yes. 
we're going to have great fun down there and it'll Definitely. be some some rusty magic as you bring together some brilliant dishes and something i mean you've always been known for cooking really great food and it's always always been healthy yes. as well absolutely and they'll be they'll be seen as smaller than me because i have been eating very healthily and have lost some weight so you know people might want to know about that what i've been eating to keep well and so i can talk about that because i have been eating healthily rusty looking forward to seeing you and we'll have a, a great time and uh, we'll have a bit of a chat when you come down and join us at bilston market on the 13th of april can't wait to see you then lots and lots of love to you and your lovely listeners Time for some more music from Jadina now. This is First Time, First Love. First time, first love. Oh, what a feeling is this? Electricity flows with the very first kiss. Like a break in the clouds. First time, first love here on the Milk Bar. From the 22nd through 24th of April, Rotterdam is at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre. To tell me more, I have one of the stars of the show, Ellie Morris. Hello. Hello, hi. How are we doing? Very well, thank you. Yeah, very well. We had our opening night yesterday in Kingston. You're now fully into it. You're fully immersed in the play now. I know, yeah, it's happened. Yeah, next three months. Come, come on, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> now, this show itself has actually appeared uh, in London already, but obviously a change yeah. of round of cast for the tour. Yeah, it's a change of cast. So actually, I was in the London run um, a couple of years ago now. The other three cast members have changed and production team and stuff. So yeah, it's been, it's been actually really great working with new people and kind of having a new take on the show. So you're playing Lelani? Yes. Tell, tell me a little about her. So Lelani is kind of a little bit of light relief. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes in the play. She's a 21-year-old Dutch girl. She um, has recently moved to Rotterdam where the kind of action takes place. 
Um, and I guess her role in the play is kind of just, she has loads of her scenes with a character called Alice, who is kind of maybe this little bit repressed, uptight, kind of stuck in her ways. And Alani is very much a free spirit and lives in the moment and kind of like awakens Alice to being like fun and young again and, and kind of like feeling, yeah, a little bit wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but this play looks at people's emotions, it talks through sexuality and gender roles and how people <laughs> identify themselves and it is uh, an amazing exploration of all of that side of something which it can be taken very seriously, but this in its way, it's got its, got its own humour to it to, to make this so much more accessible. Yeah, no, I think so. I think the play actually just has a really good tone because although it is, yeah, it's incredibly emotional subject matter and that's there as well in the play, but there is also a lot of humour. I mean, I guess the learning of the character Josh as well, who kind of are the more humorous parts, but even the two main people have like a lot of, of kind of comedy within the drama. I would say, yeah. Well, this all starts out with Alice and Fiona, as you're talking about there, as Alice has finally plucked up the courage to email her parents and tell her that she's gay. But before she'd send, her girlfriend Fiona reveals that she's always identified as a man and now wants to start living as a fella called Adrian. So a bit of upheaval to begin with. Yes, indeed. And then so kind of flips around and then the play gradually is about Adrian's coming out and, and his transition and how that affects his relationships and the people around him. And fellow members of the cast of this have a, a better understanding than most uh, about some of the situations they find themselves in in this story. Yeah, so uh, a couple of the new cast members um, are trans themselves. Um, I think, yeah, that's a valuable thing to bring to this play. I think that's something that kind of was always wanting with the productions before. And so, yeah, I think it's good in the rehearsal room and, you know, telling the story we have that kind of accurate representation and, and people who actually kind of have been through these things somewhat and can kind of educate us and the writer and stuff as much as an audience as well to make sure we're telling like the, the right story. Yeah, and I think there'll be audience members who come out of curiosity about the story. There'll be audience members who come because they maybe identify with what they've heard of some of the characters and want to see how it's explored maybe to try and explain their situation to family and friends. But whatever happens, it is purely a, a story filled with joy, love, laughter, turmoil, and uh, just a, a great tale that's just told so well. Yeah, yeah, I think there is really something for everyone. That's the thing about the show. Although the subject matter is, you know, maybe quite specific uh, to some people, I really think seeing the show, there is something for everyone. There is, It's very, like, accessible. The characters are very relatable and in so many ways it's about relationships but identity like being far from home and finding out who you are and so yeah i think that there really is something for everyone and that's a great soundtrack <laughs> oh this is more than say just a story being told on stage the soundtrack itself does this help bring this whole tale to life it's great yeah it's just some just some great tunes a lot of robin in there just so, yeah we've got some great great music with your time on stage, I mean, you've done things like Peter Pan Goes Wrong, so you're not unused to doing comedy, so you must have been ready for the, the humorous side of this. Yeah, no, I do. I enjoy it because, yeah, there are, there are quite a lot of um, intense emotional scenes and, you know, Lalani's waiting in the wings to, to bring some fireworks and some light relief, um, which I hope she does. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to play this part because she's, um, she's really great and I have great outfits as well. A lot of glitter, constantly covered in glitter. <laughs> so it is something that basically goes home with you. You cannot get all the glitter off. Oh yeah, I will. I, it will be months now before I fully <laughs> de-glitter <-glitter>. my life. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> As this heads around the UK and the stop-off in Wolverhampton later on this month, I'm sure it is helping to form 
good positive opinions and to to, to educate yeah, it in many ways. And, and is that a reaction you've seen from audiences as you've already done this? Yeah, I mean, I think, absolutely. I think when this play was written about, I don't know, probably five or six years ago now, trans stories weren't really being told as much as they are. I think there's been a massive kind of move forward with the telling of trans narratives and stuff, which is amazing. But I think, yeah, potentially outside of London, there will still be places where this is a new thing for some people. And so I hope that, yeah, it's just they take it in and, you know, feel like they've been educated a little bit and entertained. Um, yeah, I think it's a, the play kind of does that well. It's, it's like a, an enjoyable experience. It's a story first and the subject matter is, is purely part of the experience of the lives of those characters that you've got on stage. Yeah, yeah. And some smiles, as we say, along the way, which is always good. Well, it's on at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre for three nights, the 22nd through the 24th of April. 01902 is the box office number. Grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets online. But for now, Ellie Morris, thank you for joining us. Break a leg, have a great time on stage at the Grand. Thank you so much. And my birthday is the 24th, so please buy tickets for that day. OK, and, and sing as well. Can we have singing at the, at the end of the show? Yeah, yeah. Everyone can sing me happy birthday. Ellie, that'd be great. Thanks. See you soon. Turn up and out. Thank you so much. Lovely talking to you. Time for another track from Jadina now. This is Shame.
That's Judina and Shame. From the 7th to the 10th of May at Lichfield Garrick, Brennell's Musical Theatre, have the sound of music, and I have some of the cast with me now. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. All right, OK, let's start at that end over there. Who have we got? I'm Helen Norgrove. I'm playing the part of the Mother Abbess. I'm Lily Hutter. I'm going to be playing Liesl Von Trapp. I'm Jamie Norgrove, and I'm playing Captain Von Trapp. I'm Poppy, and I'm playing Gretel. And I'm Sean Cameron-Prowse, and I'm playing Maria. Okay, so some, some great roles, some great songs, and an absolutely brilliant show. This is the things to expect. So what else is unique about this, and what do we need to know? Well, I think it's, um, it's one of the biggest shows going into the Garrick this year, mm-hmm. um, from a musical's point of view. A cast of about 30 people, mm-hmm. um, 15, 16 nuns, led by Helen as Mother Abbess. Four, 13 children, yeah. uh, Liesl's Liesl throughout, aren't you? And we've got 12 other kids mm-hmm. playing two different troops, so alternate performances. So this is a full-on professional production, basically, <laughs> isn't it? The only difference yeah. is you're just not getting paid for it. But the other good bit is, I mean, you're all doing it for the passion of being yeah, in the show. And uh, so what's it like keeping nuns in the control? Is that, is that easy? They're quite well behaved. We've yeah. got quite a holy group of nuns. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and with the... Uh, number of songs in the show, there isn't anybody who hasn't got a brilliant number to do, is there? No, I mean, every song in this show is iconic. Mm-hmm. You've got yeah. the, the lonely goat herd, you've got the hills are alive with the sound of music, my big number that ends act one is climb every mountain, so there's something for everybody in this show, every song is a winner, something for everybody to join with and sing along with. So, and, and Poppy, uh, what's your favourite song that you get to be part of? My favourite song is So Long, Farewell. And that, that is a good song, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, what's it like being... I'm going to guess you're the youngest member of the Von Trapp family, aren't you? Yes. Uh, is this the biggest part you've played so far? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what, what are your plans for your career in musical theatre? Are you going to take over the West End stage? Oh. You'll just stick with the Garrick for a while. <laughs> I think you will. Yeah. You? That's fab. Yeah. I think this could happen. <laughs> OK, so what do you think is going to be the best bit of the show for you, then? Oh, wow. Um, oh, gosh, I couldn't put one point. Working with the kids has been fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't pick one moment. Standing, listening to Helen do Climb Every Mountain is a <laughs> beautiful moment for me because it is somewhere I can just stand and enjoy um, the singing and the sentiment behind the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, um, I like Doro Me working with the kids, first time we meet each other and teach them to sing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just have an absolute laugh and a ball doing it. Because, I mean, it is an absolute classic piece of a, a cinema and theatre and you have to do it justice. So, uh, and, and this is the ethos of, uh, of Brown Hills Musical Theatre. You will absolutely nail this one, won't you? Yeah, definitely. And, and I think, you know, a, a lot of companies work, work on quite a small budget where they can only afford a small band or mm. backing tracks. We've actually got rather a large orchestra, you know, string section, brass, a 15 piece orchestra. So mm-hmm. if you're used to hearing it, um, how it would be in the cinema, this is going to be a completely different live experience. You'll be able to be completely immersed in all of that glorious music. Mm-hmm. With, with the live band, it will sound beautiful. And the Garrick stage is going to suit this well, and this means that you've got a great space to put all the sets in. So how many hills have you got? The <laughs> well, Sean will claim that she, she's mountain. got one mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one big mountain yep. that, uh, that we won't spoil the plot at the end, will we, Poppy, that yeah. what we have to do with that mountain at the end is... Uh, is a closely guarded secret at the minute. You've got to go and see the show for that one, remember? Oh, yeah. 7th through to the 10th of May. Yep. 11th. 11th. 11th of May, even, sorry. <laughs> um, so you've got some quite 
creative directors, I think. They've been quite imaginative with how they've um, put some of the staging together mm-hmm. uh, because you don't want to know everything that's going to happen in such an iconic production. You know, you, you know the story. You, most people know what happens. But I think they've put some really clever ideas in there and I think they've, they've drawn out some of the things in the plot that you might not have noticed before and I think that's really a, a strength of our production mm-hmm. as well as all the talented people on stage. I think it's going to be a real... You know, I think people are going to really enjoy seeing our spin on it, but mm. you'll still get the traditional, all of the things you would expect will still be there. Yeah, yeah. so nuns, music, and a few Nazis thrown in. <laughs> Just for good measure towards the end. Yes, so, <laughs> But obviously, it's a, it's, it's a big show, and it's one of those that I, I assume all of you are very keen to do, because when you come to choose what you can do in amateur theatre, sometimes there are limitations. This has been an absolute godsend to have this sort of show yeah. out there to do, hasn't it? It, it, it has been, and, and The Sound of Music isn't offered to, to a lot of companies at the same time, so mm-hmm. t- to get it is a bit of a coup, really, for yeah. us. Um, so it's it, we, we've, we've, Helen's mentioned the, the orchestra but we've, we've brought in the big professional touring set mm-hmm. we're having costumes specially made for us a brand new set of costumes by our, our friends over at Litchfield Costume Hire it, it's just a, it'll be a spectacular it's one of those shows that well we, we, we're almost sold out now mm-hmm. and we've got five weeks to go before the show so yeah. it's the, it, that, 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 that's telling itself really isn't it from a ticket point of view yeah so this is basically your plea if you want to come and see it, you need to come sort quick. this out quickly yeah <laughs> so how do we get hold of tickets then okay so you can contact the Litchfield Garrick on 01543 412121 mm-hmm. um, the website Sean yeah. So you can get all your tickets there, but of course check out Brendel's Musical Theatre on Facebook where you've been sharing the profiles of the cast over the last few weeks and uh, you've got websites and stuff as well so people can find out. And also if they see this and think, that's something I want to get involved with, actually you can and you can have a great time being part of a a very friendly company here Mm -hmm. as well. Even if you don't want to be on stage, mm-hmm. you can come and help us backstage. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, um, this is my first show with BMTC. I feel like a lot of people here have done it for years and years, and sometimes it's hard to just kind of fit in with everyone else, but I feel like I've been so welcomed into this, and like I feel like I've been part of the company for years. So if you do see it and think I would really like to be involved in that, just definitely go for it, you won't regret it mm-hmm. at all. And that's one of those standout things for you. You've, yeah. you've enjoyed being part of it, definitely. but uh, and you now hope to be here for many, many years to come I trust yes, I do. I'd love to see if we can keep shows. hold of her she's auditioning for theatre schools and she'll yeah. be in the West End before you do it so <laughs> catch her while she's here and, in the Midlands and this is the thing because you, you very often you find the youngsters and then there's, there's sometimes a bit of a gap in the middle when, when the, uh, the kids of uh, 18 through 25 disappear off and then go off to the bigger <laughs> and you know things which are, are going to be amazing for them as part of their yeah. careers so uh, you want to, watch, want to watch out for <laughs> so, definitely so, so. full name who are we looking out for on, on, on the billboards uh, Lily there you go you heard it here first well break a leg have a great time on stage the details are again via the Litchfield Garrick's website and you can come along and see Brownhill's Musical Theatre from the 7th through to the 11th of May and uh, it's going to be uh, one of those breathtaking experiences for not only everyone involved but also all the audience as well uh, I, I won't say good luck I'll say break a leg again but have a great time thanks Thank you. our final tune from Judina now this is Arrows
That's the Rains Rock remix of Arrows from Judina here on the Milk Bar. The Pauline Quirk Academy used the Technol College as their base. I'm down here, stood outside in the glorious sunshine with some of the gang now. Most notably their principal, Julian Elcock. Hello, sir. Hello there. How are you doing? All good down here. And uh, you've got lots of stuff going on at the moment. We have. It's a really, really busy time for us. We've got kids making films uh, that are into film festivals. We've got rehearsals for a West End show, which is the poster that you can see behind you. Uh, we've also got... Uh, um, shows in the planning and, and all sorts of other things going on. We've just finished um, exams as well with RADA, uh, which is just fantastic for the kids to do. So that's all meaning it's a, it's a busy time, but at the site down here at the Central College, it means you've got lots of great spaces to be able to rehearse in and film, etc. as well. Absolutely, filming is incredible here. There's so many opportunities and places for us to get. Uh, it's it's revolutionised the filmmaking here for us. So tell us a bit about this West End play. Well, the West End show is something we do about every three years. Mm -hmm. um, all of the children get to take part, whether they're six or 18, all the way through. Uh, we travel down there for the day, rehearse in the afternoon, and then do the show in the evening. Show specially written for us by Ben Langham, who uh, many people remember from Britain's Got Talent uh, about a year and a half back. And uh, it's, a, it's a great fun show, really silly. Everybody gets a chance to let their hair down and have a great time. So tell us the title and when is it all happening? It's called Troubles Are Brewing and our, our academy is performing on the 19th of May. So this is something that the Pauline Quirk Academy is from across the UK yep. all doing. This is part of the experience of doing it, isn't it? That's correct, yes. Uh, everybody gets together. There's three academies performing on the same day. So we all go in, we all have a section of the show, we rehearse it, and it's stitched together in a couple of hours on the afternoon, ready for the show on the night. Now we've got some of your teaching team and also mm -hmm. the, uh, the the actual students down here. So let's, introductions, please. Right, so going from the other side, we have Emily, who's our musical theatre teacher and choreographer and musical director for the show. That's going to be a long business card. Emily, hello. <laughs> we have Sully, who plays... John Boy, um, in the play of Shepherd's Bury, John Boy Walton, a name many people remember. Uh, only if you're of a certain age, uh, I think. Uh, well, yeah. Given the our age away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, who plays? Uh, Wyatt. So you, you've got another great part in this, and we'll yeah. talk to, about the excitement of being in the show shortly. Yeah, in fact, Wyatt Burp, wonderful name. Okay. And then we have Lily. Mm -hmm. Playing Annie Weathermoon. Right, okay, hello to you. And Tilana, who is from the chorus, aren't you? Hello to Lana. Right, okay, so what's it mean to be part of the show? Let's start this end, because it, it's, it's a big experience for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's, um, I, I enjoy it, I'm not going to lie. Um, it, it just gives me like this sort of like creative point of view to just go out there and do something. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know how to explain it really, it's, it's such a nice thing to do. But the, the buzz of being involved yeah. in it, and knowing it's going to be in the West End as well, that's a, yeah. another good part of it. And yeah, you've all got great bits in the show, and how are rehearsals going? Um, they're going really well and everyone's remembering their lines and all, which is good. Which is good. That's, that's a good start. It's looking promising, Julian. Yeah, yeah, you're happy yeah. about that. Yeah, remembering lines is definitely one of the main things. That's, that's up yeah. there. That's good. Yeah. And uh, when you're trying to teach a slot, it, it actually must be a joy to teach them because these kids are talented, aren't they? Oh, they are so talented. They're such a joy to teach. They have so much energy and so much talent and you really get to see all of that in the show. So, yeah, they did a brilliant job and I'm really proud of them all and I can't wait to take it to the West End. It'll be really good. That's absolutely fantastic. And being in the West End, are you excited? Yeah. And you get to be part of the chorus, which means you get to be on stage absolutely loads, doesn't it? And all the family coming to see you in it? Yeah. So that should be absolutely brilliant too. And uh, with with the, everything that you've got going on, um, 
Yeah, actually, that's really, really awkward. Um, I'm going to try and find a way to... All right, yeah. okay. Um, we'll do that. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll go from here again. If I can ask you again, okay? Just step out and I'll right. bring you in. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. Right, okay, so uh, we've just gone that way. And for you as well, I mean, you're going down to the West End and being part of the chorus, which means you're on an awful lot, doesn't it? Yeah. you excited? Yeah. Your family excited? Yeah. So everyone's really looking forward to it? Yeah. Thought that might be the answer. <laughs> so, um, with uh, everything else that we've got, your part in the show, what are you doing? I'm playing Annie Weathermoon. And uh, this is, uh, the Weathermoon is on the title, so you must be yeah, on the poster, so you must be uh, quite pleased to have uh, your name up there almost in lights. Yeah, definitely. I'm really grateful for this opportunity. I've wanted to perform on the West End all my life, so I'm really excited. That's going to be good. And uh, Julian, you have an, another member of the we gang uh, lurking in, over here. Bring in Maria as well, who plays Justine Beaver. Okay, right, so uh, <laughs> another fun play on words. And, Absolutely, and there's a lot of this, and, uh, the show's full of them. <laughs> it's it's going to be good, and uh, for you, what's the, what's the bigger moment for you in this? My solo. So you actually get to sing on a West End stage? Yeah. Are you nervous? A little bit. Oh, you won't be by the time you get there, but uh, you, you're feeling very prepared for this, though, aren't you? Yeah. It's uh, It must be good bringing all this together. And this is all just a, a taste of what sort of thing goes on with PQA. Absolutely, we have this show. Um, the next one's a big secret, but we're going to reveal it to them just after the Easter holiday. But we have a massive show working with a huge West End theatre company, um, which is just really avant-garde. It's going to be so much fun and really different to do. Um, and then the morning group, uh, they go down to the West End themselves next summer. Mm -hmm. So we uh, almost as soon as we finish that, we start working on rehearsals for them to go down and do this sh this show in the in the West End next year. So. So it's constantly evolving. Yeah, something evolving. happening all the time. Absolutely. But I mean, this is all part of what you do and whether these kids are going to go on and work in musical theatre, theatre generally or film, yeah. that's irrelevant. But well, the important thing is they're coming down to enjoy themselves and actually get a, a bit of experience. Completely. It's about confidence as well. And so many jobs these days involve getting up and speaking in front of people no matter what your job and that the confidence to do that is phenomenal and this is what this is all about it, it's not just performing arts it's everything so how do people find it more if they want to get their kids involved you can look us up on www.pqacademy.com or you can call me on 07838115152 so that number again 07838115152 and uh, get involved get the kids involved in PQA 8 through 18 is your age range absolutely well we know we will take from from 3 up wow it's even younger <laughs> so, so it's a, in that way it's also the different times you can actually give yourself some respite care from having the kids around as well can't you there's an awful lot of people drop the kids and run into the technical and go and have a coffee as soon as they've done it and so they're chance to relax absolutely. Yeah, that's the way chill out with it all yeah. but uh, PQA doing great things as I say it's a nice convenient site down here at technical college if you want to get the kids involved in some brilliant musical theatre film drama and so much more but uh, julian and the gang thank you for joining us thank you, thank you very much that's a lot for this week thank you so much for joining us back with episode 512 next week which i can tell you now includes matt telly and the penguins from madagascar see you then for half an hour goodbye from the mill bar goodbye from the mill bar goodbye from the mill bar Goodbye from the mill bar, yeah. Goodbye from the mill bar, yeah.